Welcome to the Ride Station Podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health professional, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. If you're new here, please subscribe and share this podcast with loved ones who need encouragement. You can also follow me on Instagram at Restorative Family. I want to give a huge shout out to my Rise Tribe for rising each week and vibing with me. Thank you so much for your support. You know, a few weeks ago, I celebrated a milestone birthday. I turned 40 this year. You know, 40 is in the middle of the road. You know, I'm not quite an old geezer, but not quite a young chicken either. So I'm somewhere in between. So I went out to a few nightclubs and it was cool um, to celebrate my birthday, but I definitely prefer my sheets to the streets. Yeah, I, I need a nap. I need a good nap. That's fun to me. Like if every one of my friends can come over, we have a slumber party. That's it. No party, no music. We just go and go to sleep at the same time. That's what I like to do. Just nap. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I am so kidding. But, you know, it definitely is a different, it's a different vibe. You're a little more mellow, not into the, you know, go, 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 because that's what life looks like at 40. You know, when you're not on vacation, you're just going, going, going. So I, I, you know, I have some nuggets to share, you know, of what I've learned at 40. But before I get into that, let's go ahead and hear word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Every decade since my 20s, I try to reflect on the shift in mindset as I age. And I have definitely learned some life lessons at 40. Today's episode, I will share with you some things that I've learned along my way. And hopefully this resonates with someone out there and helps someone. So things that I've learned in my 40s is number one, be your first love. And what I mean by that is in order for you to have a healthy relationship with anyone, you have to love yourself and love yourself fully. Because if you have parts of yourself that you reject, they're going to get in the way of a healthy relationship. So really delving into your wounds, past traumas, past insecurities, and start working on them. Now, not to say that you need to have it all figured out before you get into a relationship, but at least be aware of those wounds so that you can start working on them so that when they do pop up in a relationship, you already know how to address them and what you need to do. Okay, so be your first love, love the good, the bad, the ugly parts of yourself so that you can call into your life healthy, loving relationships. 
Number two is don't give more than you can afford to lose. So what this means is, you know, there will be people in your life who will take and it will take as much as you give. So if you set healthy boundaries on what you're willing to give, that is going to teach people how to treat you. So you'll see this show up. Let's say you have a family member who needs to borrow money. You know, they've come up on rough times and they need to borrow money, but you only have $100. So you don't want to give them all of your $100. You want to give them enough that you can afford to lose. So let's say they don't pay it back, but you won't be broke. You're still going to pay your bills. So let's say you can only afford to give them 25 and whatever they need to do to get the other amount is fine. That's the same with our love bucket as well. That's the same with what we are willing to do in relationships, because, again, we don't have control over other people and they may disappoint us. So we want to really manage our disappointment. And we do that by setting healthy boundaries. So whether it's finances, whether it's resources, whether it's your love, your emotions, never give someone so much so that if they were not to reciprocate, you will be broken. You will suffer uh, extreme losses. Okay. Number three is loyalty and respect are non-negotiables. So at 40, you know, I don't want to spend my time, you know, worried if someone is going to be loyal, worried if my friend is going to be talking about me behind my back, worried if my partner is going to be cheating on me. No, at 40, I got stuff to do. I got no time. I'm too busy worried about, you know, leveling up and growing. I have no time be following after anyone. So that's why it's important to really look at the character of the people that you're bringing into your circle and making good choices. And when someone shows you that they're not loyal and that they don't respect you, then you walk away from those relationships that no longer serve you. All right. So number four is be you unapologetically. And so, you know, I remember earlier years, wanting to please people, not showing everyone every side of me and there are multiple sides. Sometimes I'm just not being introduced to other sides of me because we're always evolving, right? But, but, you know, really holding back because I'm not sure of how others will take me at 40. That's a whole lot different. It's like, hey, this is who I am. I ain't got no time to be trying to play a role, a part. It's either you, you vibe with it or you don't. And it's a sifting process because you want to find your tribe. You want to find the people who are going to get it, who are going to get you, who are going to allow you to be the full version of yourself, the people who you're going to feel most comfortable with. And that's really who you should be seeking to spend your time and resources with people who are like minded, people who will love you for you and be accepting of you and not try to change you or, oh my God, you're too loud. Oh my God, you're too funny. Or you don't do this or you give it to people straight. Like find your tribe, people who want honesty, people who want, you know, whatever you're putting down. All right. Number five is live intentionally. So if you set intentions, you're going to live that way. You're going to make it a lifestyle. And so living intentionally means that you have certain convictions, certain values. And so you want to 
live within those values. You want to, if you value honesty, then you want to be intentional about being honest with people. If you value justice, then you want to be intentional about how you're treating other people. Um, So living with intentions. So if you know that, hey, I care about the community, then you're going to live intentionally. You're going to align yourself with certain causes that promote quality initiatives in the community. Um, So just really living intentionally and not just kind of going with the flow, but you're really going toward your purpose. You're really going toward uh, the things that set your soul on fire. You're really going toward people who are in alignment with your values, your core beliefs, and really honoring that every single day. All right. Uh, Number six is don't convince others of your value. See, at 40, you know, it's a different level of confidence. It's a quiet confidence. It's a, I'm not going to prove myself to you. That if you get it, you get it. If you don't get it, guess what? It's a sifting process, right? And you just knocked yourself out of the running for a relationship. So it's really being selective. When you are not convincing others or your value, then it puts the onus of others to start to appreciate what you bring to the table. And if their discernment is off, then that is like a sifting process that, hey, maybe this person does not need to be in my inner circle because they are not appreciative or grateful for the things that I am adding to their lives. All right. Number seven is. Understanding rejection is protection. Sometimes, you know, we get into relationships or I'm going to take one for relationships. I'm going to explain the relationship, but this can happen in any type of relationship. So sometimes we get into relationships where, you know, people are not keenly aware of the multiple gifts that we have they only see one one side of it and they may not want what we have or they may see what we have and and just reject us for whatever reason we get into these relationships and people reject us they are not accepting or they don't want what we have to give maybe they're rejecting the love that we have to give maybe they're rejecting the help that we have to give the time but I believe in my 40 years that when an opportunity is not afforded to me when someone rejects me or um, leaves my life. It is meant for that to happen as it did because it's God's way of protecting me. You know, I have a purpose and I have a mission that I'm supposed to uh, meet here on this planet. And if those individuals are not helping, they will be removed from my life. So I always think of rejection as protection. And those are one of the life lessons that I've learned more recently as I begin, you know, my ascension into, you know, my personal development is that, you know, the more you're vibrating on a higher level, the more self-aware you are, the more empathetic, the more you lead with love, your awareness starts to open up. And when people 
are not either ready to grow in the same direction or ready to move at the same time, you know, it will create a polarizing effect and it feels like rejection, but they're actually being removed because there's a distance between you two based on the core values, based on your beliefs, based on the direction that you're moving in. So rejection sometimes is protection. So understanding that although it might be a tough lesson, it is necessary for you to keep moving toward where you need to go. Okay. Number eight is be selective of who has access to you and your resources. So not everyone deserves the same level of access to you. Not everyone deserves to be in your inner circle. So really making sure that you categorize your relationships. Some people may be surface relationships or maybe professional relationships. Um, some people uh, may be a little more intimate relationships. And, you know, you just want to manage the access that people have to you based on their level, based on their category. Okay. However, you mentally categorize these individuals. Okay. Let's see. Number nine is respect others' differences and uniqueness. So I know for me in my journey, you know, if I had a very close relationship with someone, I would try to convince them to think like I think I can try to convince them of my position. But at 40, I'm like, you know what, it's okay for you to have a a different opinion. Um, It's okay for me to have a different opinion. And You know, a lot of times I look for people who are different because I need that different perspective. So it's no longer trying to convince it, you know, others to think like me, but it's more of, hey, I need you to give me a a different perspective. I need you to give me a unique look at this issue so that I can see more sides of the issue and make a better decision. All right. So as I age, I appreciate and value others uniqueness and differences more. And number 10 is honor what sets you apart from others. So not only am I able to look at other people's uniqueness and differences, but I also have a different perspective. And you know, that is needed. So even this podcast, like there are lots of podcasts out there that are providing wellness and mental health tips. You know, this area is uh, saturated with people who are doing the same thing. However, Not everyone has my perspective, so I can still enter the arena and just provide my perspective on the same issues. So that's what I mean by really honoring what sets you apart, honoring your unique perspective on an issue, honoring the things that make you unique and what you bring to the table. So, you know, it is wonderful to be able to look back on your growth and look back on your personal development. So I encourage each of you that, you know, every birthday, you don't have to wait till a milestone birthday, but every birthday or every year, really look back on your personal development journey. Look back on the person you was last year, the things that you struggled with, the things that you did well with last year and where you are today. Because a lot of times we're just growing, 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 and we got our heads down. We're just working, working, working on ourselves. And we don't get to see the progress. We don't get to see how much we've grown. So I encourage you to just constantly be doing self-reflective work so that you can continuously move on in your personal development.
I hope that these things that I've learned resonate with someone, um, gives you something to think about, a different perspective. Listen, keep working on yourself. Keep growing. It is, you know, a life would be very boring if we all just stayed the same. So constantly keep pushing yourself to reach your fullest potential. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.